Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We had 43, 43G out there today. Wow. Wow. That's the biggest one ever since I've been here, right? You, know, you can't say enough. The community coming out and supporting these guys. And, ooh. That's really cool. I'm not going to cry. That's really cool. We had 42-7. I'm thinking about Jerry, Jerry Maguire right now in that movie. I'm not going to cry. Uh, you know, for those guys to come out and uh, for the community to come out and support the seniors with a crowd like that is amazing. And it just goes to show you what we can do here. Because if we fill the joint and we really make it exactly what we call it, the Loud House, our 40,000, we're like the 300 in that movie, the 300. When we're all wedged in there with 300 warriors and they're putting all those numbers on us, it doesn't matter. Our 40, 44, 45, 50,000 can be like 80, 95, and 100,000 down south. And uh, that's what it needs to be. That's the advantage that we have. And uh, I've said it, and I mean it. I think it's one of the greatest advantages in college football. You neener, neener, neener. And we're Syracuse, and we got a dome, and you don't. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, of course, as always, please share and hit that subscribe button. That would be awesome. Tonight, we're going to give you your Syracuse football uh, post game against Louisville and your Syracuse basketball post game against Moorhead State. And we'll be back as soon as possible to preview for Notre Dame football and UConn coming up this Thursday um, for basketball. But as always, first, we got to hear from the folks over at MyBookie. Uh, you know the deal. If you want a great company to bet with online, you want a company that's trusted, that has good online reviews, uh, that's been in business for a while and has a mobile site that's easy to use, that's why I'm recommending MyBookie to you. Make your way over to MyBookie. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Okay, They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fancy points scored, the most rewarding player perks in the business. As you know, they're slammed right now with betters. So what they're going to do is if you deposit after 7 p.m. when everything slows down and you use promo code QS25, what they're going to do is match you uh, not only $100 uh, on your $100 deposit, but give you an extra $25. And if you uh, don't feel like waiting until 7 o'clock and you want to deposit before, then you just use promo code QS and they'll still match you dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Again, that's my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use those promo codes. You play, you win, you get paid. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. Quick turnaround. Yes, sir. Um, look, uh, a, a shout out to, to Mike and Mike. You know who you are uh, for their hospitality tailgating. I Ubered or I, I lifted whatever down to the dome 
and uh, um, they let me into their tailgate. I know, I know Mike, one of the Mikes, and I, I came empty-handed, and hey, man, they took care of me. They took care of my son. They took care of my wife. It was a great time, had by all, and I wanted to give them a shout-out on the show, let them know I appreciate that very much. So um, what would you think, Joe? Your thoughts real quick before I go over the game overview. Oh, the tailgate? <laughs> yeah, how was, your tailgate? Just... <laughs> how was your tailgate? How was your tailgate? No, no. Um, I'm, I thought it kind of went the way that we talked about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Petrino, as we saw, got kind of, he got canned after this job. and uh, That's right. They've humiliated us the past couple of years, and we came back, and uh, really it was just uh, – Could have been off. worse, should have been worse, but no. – Yeah, it could have, yeah. but still 31 points, and really um, it's hard to even stay interested sometimes in games like that, to be perfectly honest with you. And Louisville pretty much is was as advertised. I mean, they had athletes, but it's um, something's going on there. Obviously, with the coaching and stuff. Seventeen penalties, four turnovers. I mean, you're not going to beat anybody, five. And especially in. Was it five? I thought it was only four. It was a four and a I blocked thought... field goal, right? Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're talking seventeen penalties for 125 yards, like yeah, uh, three for 13 on third down, over over one on fourth down. Um, they ended up, you know, piling up yardage just because of how many times they had the ball. But I mean, it was—you're not going to beat a team in the ACC like that. I mean, let alone maybe any D1 team. So right. I know it. I know it. So, all right, here is your one-minute recap. Syracuse improved to eight and two overall, four and two in the ACC, tying the most wins in regular season since uh, 1998. They did it in front of the largest crowd this season, 42,797 fans, as you heard uh, Coach Baber say. Um, 1987, 1988, 2001, and 2018. Those are the only years Syracuse football has went undefeated in the dome. Another program record for this uh, past game: 50 points or more in. in five games in a season. Now, I don't usually start by uh, talking about the defense. I usually start with talking about the offense, but in this game, it was just defense dominant, and the tail goes as follows. They created the five turnovers, the four plus the block field goal. Uh, senior Kylan Whitner, he was all over the field. He got an interception. Um, the Orange totaled six sacks, including four more tackles for loss. Ryan Guthrie had nine tackles, and uh, he led the defense for the six straight week in tackles. Senior uh, Chris Slayton had one and a half sacks. He tied Zaire Franklin and Cam Lynch for ninth on Syracuse career tackle loss. Tackles for loss, 31 and, with 31 and a half. Cisco gets his fifth interception of the season, and that's good enough to be in the top five in the nation. Okay, so that wraps up for your defense. And then Syracuse rushed for 360, or 26 yards, five touchdowns yeah. for the second week in a row. Mo Neal had a career high, 159 yards and on only eight carries, 19.9 yards a carry, two touchdowns. Just mm -hmm. phenomenal. So um, I know my one-minute recap's going long, but I got to mention, we were worried about Mo Neal. No concussion, obviously. Uh, Jarv right. Jarvion Howard, he had a career high of 71 yards on 15 carries and a touchdown. So... I mean, what a, what a you know what a great night for Mo Neal and for the Syracuse defense. What a great night! Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So, um, no, dude, I mean, it got to a point where they were forcing the ball to like seniors and stuff. I mean, I don't know how many times they tried to get Jamal Custis a touchdown. I know it. So, I, know it. Um, I mean, pretty much in a real game, I don't even know if that in interception happens because they were kind of out there trying to make stuff happen They're for certain to force people. It. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, overall, like you said, I mean, good game. So that's all you could ask for. 
The crowd was electric. How did it sound on TV? Was it loud on TV? Because it was nah, in the beginning. Well, we talked about it because uh, in the beginning, I know I remember texting you because I saw it. But then, you know, I had to put it in perspective with 7 p.m. game on a Friday and trying to find parking and the weather. Uh, take a traffic. while to fill in. Yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. so traffic it took a little was while to fill and it was in. raining. Yeah, you could tell the difference though from like the beginning, and then when you got to like the middle of the second quarter, uh, you could definitely tell that um, there was a difference, and it was definitely loud in there. Um, it, it's unfortunate. Some, I mean, almost the fact that we, I mean, we were beating them what thirty-seven to seven at halftime. Yeah. The one thing that I was afraid of, and I kind of think is what happened, was um, a lot of people filled out at halftime because they knew the game was over. Um, I mean, you were there, so I mean, you could yeah, probably tell I, I was, tell people d- probably better than anybody. But I mean, people filled out, right? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty. It, I'll tell you what: the hallways were always packed. You know, when it comes halftime, I thought people were just still grabbing beer because right. you're double fisting at the at the end of the second quarter to you know last for last call. So uh, I assumed that's what it was late getting back, maybe, but then never filled in. So you know what I did? I went I went down. Right behind the uh, right behind the bench. So whatever. Right. Well, and that's and I'm and I'm glad that uh, the Syracuse and and the ushers and stuff allowed that to happen because you know the fans that wanted to stay there and kind of be, you know go through the whole thing with the the seniors and see the senior walk. I mean, they got to be able to get some pretty cool autographs and, and pictures like you. Yeah, yeah. My uh, son got some pictures. You know, and, pictures, and allowed yeah. and allowed those kind of those fans that normally you know, can only get tickets in the 300s to get down there and see it from a different view and be able to uh, really just, you know, enjoy the experience. You know, it's, it's a different experience. Really, yeah, it is. It, it is. Mean, it's phenomenal up close and being right there. You can almost reach out and touch the players. And uh, the dome, the fans in the dome, I thought were great. I thought the energy was great. Yep. Even when, Joe, even when they fought, when some of them filed out, the ones who stayed, it was, I almost could tell the difference. It, yeah. yeah. So, um, and they got the wave going. When was the last time you saw a wave going at the dome? Is it showing on TV? Because uh, it went around like three times in a row. Which I mean, I don't ever see that anymore. So right. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if the dome's been filled enough to be able to do a legit <laughs> wave for a little while. That's true. I mean. That's true. Well, I mean, that's that's, and when I was talking about special, I mean, it's just it's not every year that they go undefeated at home. Um, obviously, not every year that they're right yeah, about like four this. years and, yeah you know and be able to get to eight and two and get going into this you know the big matchup next week so and then again like being able to you know that senior walk and i mean you know i read that dungy was out there for like 45 to 50 minutes you know just in he stopped for everybody he so. he stopped for everybody and he you know he, he kids were handing him his phone so it probably got started and he never stopped and he was gracious and he spent Look, if I was gonna, we we've never done this, and Syracuse doesn't give out hel- helmet stickers, but uh, Tony Dungy would be getting the helmet sticker because he took Tony Dungy or Eric? Our Tony Dungy, uh, Eric Dungy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, he he um you know he took time with every fan to grab their phone, say hi, take a selfie with them, and then give them the phone back. I mean, I was floored. He did it all no. the way around the dome. Well, you got to look, I mean, just overall, all around, I mean, from the the time he came in as a freshman, uh, the fans uh, loved him, but he, you know, he got hurt and um, just, he's always came back from the injuries and he's always risked everything for the team and then to try to win and just his competitive nature and stuff. Um, I mean, just watching that alone, being part of that through the games, 
that we've seen the past, you know, Virginia Tech, Clemson, Miami last year, Florida State through a broken foot, everything that's happened this year. And then for him to kind of get uh, have another quarterback like DeVito on his heels coming in and, and being out some of those games and him still being gracious and being a good teammate and then, you know, coming back from that and then leading this. I mean, just the whole story, man. And then the fact that he's going to I mean, he's got a lot of records. He's going to be in the Syracuse record book for a little while. And uh, I mean, that's just it's a quarterback that we're going to. We're going to remember, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, if you really think about it and you go back to when I was in high school and McNabb and the way McNabb played. And I think what he crushed, they crushed Miami on senior night that year, 1998. Right. Gosh, yeah. I don't remember who it was now, but they crushed somebody. So I, I think it was I, I Miami. OK, I can't remember. But um, it was like that same type of old school feel almost with the with the right. wave and the dome packed and it was just like twenty years in the making. And Eric right. Eric Dungey has put in everything. He has given everything for the fans and for this program. And between him and Dino Babers, it they've brought it back to life. And yeah. and he I don't know if anybody's ever since I've been alive fought for every inch the way We've got to watch Eric Dungy fight. Yeah, and yeah, when, it's been it's been amazing. And when he was being called by everybody and their mother, including us, unfortunately, to be benched after Tommy DeVito came in in the UNC game, he shut us all up in about yeah. five minutes. <laughs> right in the next yeah. game, he shut us one, up one quarter. Yeah, one quarter. So, I mean, we are gonna miss. I am. I. I'm not gonna speak for everybody. I'm gonna miss Eric Dungey, and oh, yeah. I look forward to these. We got three. We got at least three games left. And well, I mean, you see, you see what they. Uh, you see, like the recruits that came to them. There's a lot of recruits there yeah, and were. stuff like that. We'll yeah. we'll see what happens with with them and if the atmosphere and and you know the winning and everything will will help with that. But um, overall, I mean, dude, you're looking at. I mean, he helped between him and Babers and this team. I mean, he's they've shown this community like that you can actually have fun at a Syracuse football game. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's just yeah. That's just what it got to the point where it was bad with Greg Robinson and and then there's been some mediocre and bad in between and there's been no consistency and just uh, the floodgate of coaches every three to four years and and just to have this kind of thing and just I mean hopefully. This yeah, is a, the, a the little coaching security carousel. Here. The coaching carousel will kill a team. Yeah, It'll and I hope that uh, I hope that the Baber stays and, and rides this to to a point where he the vision that he saw. Because I do think that if he turns this into a consistent team and he brings the players here now, the winning and the fans are kind of I think they're sold. So as long yeah, as he I keeps recruiting clear. up and gets uh-huh. the players, then I think that he's got. I think we got the community where we need to have the support for football again. So, yeah, I think it's awesome and it's great. You tweeted out last night. It's great. It's great to be orange, right? Something along those lines. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so another guy came back and said it's always great to be orange, and I don't disagree with him. But I mean, it's the 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 feel is different. Let's be honest. It's it's there's a clear distinction, um, a distinction without a difference. There's a lot more people that are that are. You know, far more into it. Just look at ticket sales. So yeah. I would be, um, we would both be remiss if we didn't mention special teams. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they're, they have the, 
I've read this in a couple places, but I didn't check it statistically, so I've got to be honest. The top overall special teams unit in the country overall. Um, yeah. Schmidt. They he, said that. Go ahead. I was going to say they said that um, over a, a bunch of different times. Like okay. On the, the TV, the announcers were talking about that. They said something about the special teams and all the takeaways and the sacks and all that stuff. They were throwing the stats out there. They were definitely giving Syracuse props without a doubt. Uh, Schmidt is 27 of 29 now, and he's got, a, he's got 133 points on the season. Yeah, he broke Syracuse's single-season yeah. record for single scoring. Single-season record for scoring. Is that amazing or what? Yeah, and this he tied. Didn't, he didn't even have a scholarship I, at the beginning of the year, right? I know. So, I know. And I, he tied, I think he's tied right now with the ACC record for most field goals in the season. So you got to imagine yeah, um, I mean, we're going to probably get at least one or two even within the next two yeah. games. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Chris Slayton field goal block, I mean, it's senior night, and you got – Chris Layton blocking a field goal. I mean, that's awesome. It has Cordy picking year. it up. And then Cordy picking it up, and he almost ran it in. So yeah. uh, absolutely phenomenal for those two seniors, and we couldn't be uh, happier for them. So yep. uh, anything to wrap up here, Joe? Amazing game. Uh, yep. w- we witnessed history. The senior walk was great. Eric Dungy, uh, he gets – all the props I can give him for what he did. And he wasn't the only one. Ravion Pierce did the same thing. And I saw Strickland doing it too. So not to say the other guys wouldn't, but you know, you're the quarterback. He was the one that got snagged and got lagged behind. So, and they came out in full gear. So they, they, they hadn't even changed yet. And he stayed out there in full shoulder pads and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, overall, it was exactly what we needed to happen. You know, being on a primetime Friday night, ESPN two, you know, the country's watching. Yep. And, uh, we made, I mean, Louisville kind of, I mean, kind of look like what Louisville has been, but just the fact that usually that score has been backwards the past couple of years, them putting up 56 and 62 against us. Um, and you knew that Babers wanted to kind of, he wanted you know, to rub get, it in a little bit. And he, he wanted to and, get revenge is what he and did. He, and, and, uh, he, and and it ended up costing Petrino, Petrino his job. I mean, who knows? It could have been a foregone conclusion anyway. But yeah. It was going this, to this, happen at the end of the year. Most you. likely. Yeah. But either way, it's exactly what we wanted to see. The fans showed up. Overall, it looked overall it looked good on, uh, on TV. Um, only thing that was kind of um, bad about it was that Offense near the end of the game. sputtering a little bit. Well, no, near the end of the game, um, because we were winning so much and it got to the point where the next football game on ESPN2 was supposed to start, they changed it and switched it over to ESPN News. So sorry, oh. for, those, uh, for, sorry for those people that don't have ESPN News or couldn't. I mean, the game was in hand, but it was the last, like, you know, quarter, like half a quarter or something like that. But either way, like I said, it's a good showing, positive, exactly what we wanted them to do and what yeah, we wanted to happen. Exactly. So, All right. So that's, that's it for that. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud House, the best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, what's up? You know the deal. Go to Facebook, Twitter, at Cuse Militia on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we always propose a question at the end of the games. We're still doing football right now. If I was to do football and basketball, I just would be overwhelmed. So we're just going to continue with football for right now and wait for basketball to get rolling here a little bit more. Uh, Fan feedback is brought to you by J.P. Mulligans. Normally on Saturday, J.P.'s would open at 4. Well, they're going to open at 2 o'clock. 
and um, that way you can nice. get, that way you can get in there. You can watch Syracuse Notre Dame. They're going to open a couple hours early for you, and they got a they got a special um, on top of everything else. One dollar off Labatt bottles. You can't beat that. Let me tell you what. You can't beat that bottles. Okay, because yeah, it's great beer. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know they've they've still got their they've still got their normal week special Monday through Friday uh, happy hours 4 to 6 they got the wings you know the deal you go there for games you hang out with Q's fans get some wings grab some beers in a great yes, place sir. you can pick up some of our stickers there and there may be a couple extra little things there um, I sent them some stuff and um, you can go there grab it ask for it say hey Sean and Joe sent me here I'm going to get some wings and a beer if you give me a couple of those stickers and uh, ask for Nick he'll, he'll hook you up right yep. Joe so alright here let's start with let's start with uh let's let's do this let's do the review first okay go to itunes give us a five-star rating and a written review you know the deal we're just talking about the stickers and stuff like that so i can i'll put together a little cue crate for you it comes in an envelope i'll send it right to your house you give us five stars and give us a written review if i read it on the show uh you email us at QSmilitia at gmail.com and give me your address and I'll send that sucker out as soon as possible. Anthony says, yeah. uh, the voice of Syracuse fans. That That's pretty awesome, right, Joe? The voice of Syracuse fans. Uh, five stars. Joe and Sean do a fabulous job at breaking down every single football and basketball game on schedule. On the schedule. But, oh. we, but we do do it on schedule, too, though, just for the record. Uh, yeah. My Syracuse Athletics Bible on audio. <laughs> Keep up the good work, boys. Um, Anthony, email me at qsmilitia at gmail.com and uh, give me your address and I'll send you some stuff. And uh, anybody else wants to get on that, they can. So, uh, yeah, that's let's, pretty easy. Yeah, it's easy. It takes you two seconds to get free stuff. I mean, what the heck? All right, here we go. Uh, let's start with Twitter here. At Nettleton Dave, our buddy Dave. I think hey, we, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave's got, Dave's got a koozie. Uh, I think we played great on both sides of the ball. We were in control the entire time, and the game was never in doubt. That's true. I was a little nervous in the beginning, though, with Sean Riley. Uh, but, hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. early. Early doesn't make me too nervous. Awesome win. Can't wait for Notre Dame next week in New York City. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at the Dome Guy. It had everything a Syracuse fan could want. Long runs, long passes, pl- long pass plays, interceptions, a blocked field goal, great defense. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, what was that? Uh, Mo O'Neill, I think he ripped a 68-yarder, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and it was beautiful, sure. Yeah, his numbers are ridiculous. The he, was av- he averaged like 20 yards a carry. Yeah, 19.9. 19. 19.9 yards a carry, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. At Salty Warrior, we didn't necessarily win it. Instead, uh, Louisville lost it. It was a it was a B minus game for us. Passing game and ball protection was an issue. However, it's nice to know we can beat teams having a bad game. Great intangibles, not so much for tangibles last night. Um, I would bump them up to uh to an A minus. Don't you think, Joe? I mean, I think th- th- I think sometimes things get a little sloppy when you have like. Uh, control of a game you know I I don't I mean obviously you know you can have another team beat themselves we talked about the turnovers and and the penalties I mean haven't turned the ball over in two games and only once during UNC I believe right no yeah but we we turned the ball over twice this game but again what was it It was a fumble which that's the first I don't think that's the the first time three times you had the Sean Riley uh 
muffed punt, right? And Jarvion Howard got got one ripped from him and Dungey oh, yep. interception. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, 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 of course you had the you had the, the ball control issues. Um and then Dungey. I, I personally think again, I don't think Dungey throws an interception if he wasn't really if they weren't trying to force it into Cussis to try to get him a touchdown his senior yeah. night. And again, um when you're trying to uh go out there and beat a team pretty good and you got a good lead, then sometimes like again, Riley was no excuse. Jarvian Howard, I think sometimes um, he runs too hard for his own good, and uh, you know when you sometimes you just have lapses in concentration because you're trying yeah, to do I too mean, much. It, so it, again, it, I mean, I don't think it bumps us freshman. down to He's a right, and it does. I don't think it bumps us down to a B minus. I mean, they got. I mean, I'm sorry. You can say beat themselves all you want, but though, I mean that guy was out there fumbling off his own knee and <laughs> yeah. like just dropping the ball. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. not. You know, I, I don't think that Louisville necessarily had the quarterback. I, I mean, pretty much anybody. all season, obviously. Yeah. But right. um, Dave replied to him, I think you're wrong. I would agree if we didn't beat the spread, but we did by a lot. By the way, Joe, congratulations. You're bumped <laughs> up to 8-2 and two in your my bookie picks. Um, yeah. If we didn't if, – if you win by 10 and we're favored by 20, you didn't win. They lost. Something like that. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have to go back. If, you lost me. If you win by 10 and were favored by 20, you didn't win. They lo- Oh, you didn't win. They lost. Do we get that? Did I say that right? I didn't say it right, uh, but that's what's written. I don't I don't really like the math there. I don't see it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyone that wasn't there really missed out from at Q's end zone. So, yeah. Sorry, Joe. Um yeah, I guess. Sorry, <laughs> at, I couldn't be there. Our buddy, our buddy Mike on uh, on Twitter at if not now when eighty four. I think special teams was amazing. Defense could have been better and was a little sloppy towards the end, but overall good. Notre Dame won't let us get away with that with stuff like that. Offense was a little stagnant at the beginning, but really got it going at the end. Good win, go Cuse. Yeah, you're, we're not going to be able to turn the ball over three times against Notre Dame. That's not going to be a thing. Then come out with a win. So I right. would agree. And it, it, so, yeah. Can't get it out now. Yeah, exactly. At, at Motorcycles 168, love watching these two teams play. I think he's talking about football and basketball. Uh, at O'Height, fabulous. Close loss to Clemson at Clemson. And overtime to Pitt. Two more will be playing on New Year's. Would you agree with that? Obviously, you have to agree with that because it's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? We're, the, we're yeah. in there right now. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So coming out 12th. So um, let's see. At, oh, crap. Steve, at Stevie's Wonder, we rush so well that our defense gives up big yardage on screens and draws. We rush so well that our defense. Oh, rushing the quarterback, maybe being. Yeah, deep. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you know they by. overpenetrate and yeah. they open up big old gaps. You know. Yeah. So but sometimes offenses can use the uh, defense's aggressiveness against them, so you got to kind of be even keeled, and that is something that does happen to us, especially our DNs. I've noticed that. Um. All right. At. Oh boy, here we go. I'm gonna butcher this. At. Why? Come on, man. Why? Today, Junior. At Cotit underscore Jeff should should have pulled players earlier. Huge game next week. Thank you, seniors. 
I was wondering when they were going to start pulling the seniors, but at the same time, I wanted to watch them play. So yeah, I'm not going to complain. I was surprised I that the, I was surprised that Dungey stayed in there as long as he did. And yeah, then he got that he took that hit to the helmet there, where there was that, that personal was cheap foul, shot. and I was like, okay, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm like, get him out. And then then I guess uh, Babers is talking about it. He wanted to um, take him out a, a series earlier, but Jarvion Howard fumbled. So I guess after that play, they were going to, you know, switch it out so that Dungey could get his ovation. So, yeah, and he did. They ended up doing it next, the next possession. So um, at one Q's fan, I recorded it so I could relive the the ass beating over all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Orn Crush. Uh, Facebook, Mike, wild time in the Loud House, 42,700 fans. It was awesome. The freaking wave came back. The senior walk is a tradition I hope they keep. Undefeated in the Dome and 8-2. and two. Let that sink in. Yeah. Uh, Michael says it was a great win. Uh, Anissa, Cuse has the best fans. What a game they played. So happy to be there last night celebrating my dad's 65th birthday. Nice. He lives and breathes orange, and she put a picture of him here. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and then now we get to we get to see. I don't know if you guys know this, but Joe seemingly has like his own little fan club. Huh? Uh, uh, he he has some boy boy fans. What do we call them? Oh Groupies? my god! <laughs> Who are you talking about? They, they love you so much. One named himself after you. Joe no. Joe said, "Yeah, he did." Joe said, "Loved oh, it. Great." Huh? What are you mumbling? Oh, about? it's Joe. Oh <laughs> yeah, my! He named himself after you. He loves you there so much. Uh, loved it. Great send off for the seniors. Glad it it glad it didn't become a trap game. Just wish Ted and I could have gotten gotten to watch it with the internet sensation and legend Joe Georgievich again. Oh my God! I mean, you get used to the finer things in life with <laughs> someone like that sitting next to you, but you take the good with the bad, right? <laughs> oh, it's so cute! I can't believe he. I can't believe he took you your name too. Uh, and then Ted. Ted replied, and he said, "Honestly, watching Syracuse isn't the same without Joe Georgievich. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll overcome it." Okay. Oh. I mean, I don't have a fan uh, club. I'm a little jealous, actually. Jeez. Oh, um, but it's, it's my but girlfriend's but it's, brother. He's but it's <laughs> men, though. But it's men, though. So. I mean. <laughs> It's my girlfriend's brother. I mean, I don't I'm sure know. it is. Okay, uh, it Kevin, is. Kevin. Okay, Kevin says, right. "Great game, Cuse. It's it's only the fourth time in history we went undefeated in the dome." Yeah, absolutely awesome. Nice. George says, "Super effing awesome." Uh, George, watch the language on the Facebook page, buddy. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I don't care. Um, well, not anything. You know, yeah. we don't we only Dang. we don't tolerate any divisiveness. Yeah, um, easy, easy. Itchel Davis should have put another twenty on them for the last for the last two years. In other words, <laughs> in other words, yeah, put the metal down and, and put the pedal to the metal and, and not give up because of how they treated us. I agree, uh, Anthony. No, without, without mistakes, they could have. Yeah, they could have. Um, and you know, there were they sputtered in the red zone a couple times too. So especially in the beginning, Anthony, a more brutal beatdown couldn't have happened to a more deserving team with a scumbag head coach. Wow, Ooh. Anthony. Well, Anthony got uh, his wish this weekend, right? Yeah, I guess he did. Um, so that's it. That's it for the fan feedback. Um, remember at Cuse Militia on Twitter and Facebook. Go there. We love hearing from you guys. And especially when we got a bunch like that, I can't wait to uh, uh, get it going for basketball. So yeah. it's it's a little hectic right now with um, trying to fit it all in. But uh, 
I think, you know, we can handle it. We can handle it. We're like professionals now. We're coming up on two years. So. No, 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 man. I just hope that Joe doesn't watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. All right. Syracuse improves a 2-0 and in basketball in the season so far. Dare I say, surviving. Moorhead State, 84 to 70 after a sluggish first game. Battle started to slow again. He misses. He missed um, his first six shots, but he gathered it together and he led the team with 23 points by the end of the day. Uh, Chuku and Brissett, uh both with double doubles. Brissett 17 points and 13 rebounds. And uh, might I add that without Brissett in the first half, it could have gotten really ugly there. Uh, Chuku and uh, he he finished with 14 points and 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hughes follows up battle with 21 points. Buddy. Bayheim's struggle continue, uh, going one for seven for three points. He is actually shooting, and I know it's early, but it's stat I'm going to throw out there. He's shooting 11% on the year so far. Um, the biggest trouble that I saw that I thought, especially early, the 14 turnovers altogether, 11 in the first half, resulting in 13 points for Moorhead State. Cuse did improve, though, in field goal percentage and um, from, well, from 30, 38 to 41, and huge on the free throws, free throws from 53 and a half to 83. Um, so it was kind of ugly, Joe. You know, yeah. I, as you like to say all the time, a win is a win, and I absolutely agree with you. But I don't think all of this is just because we're having trouble shooting. How much of this do you think can be explained away by the absence of Howard not being at point guard for the first two regular season games of the season? I think a lot of it can. Uh, I think that you're absolutely right with with what happened um, against Morehead State. Morehead State, athletic team, and they yeah, came out good. and their and, defense and, is right. good too. I mean, they lost. They only lost to UConn by ten, and um, they uh, they came out and I mean, if I'm playing, if I'm them, and you're playing against like Syracuse, you know, they're coming out. It's like one of their bigger games. You know, this is how they get better not expected to win. So this is one of those things where it's like, go out and just, you know, do your best. And, um, and without Syracuse having, you know, a point guard, then why wouldn't you go out there and try to pressure him, get up there? You know, uh, we have Jalen Carey, Buddy Bayheim, a couple of freshmen. Um, and you know, it, it worked. It definitely gave us, uh, some troubles. We had, uh, more turnovers than they did. We had 14 total turnovers to their twelve. And uh, well, th- um, eleven of them in the first half, though, got cleaned up. Just oh yeah, record. well, it definitely got cleaned up. I mean, obviously, we were thirty-six, thirty at half, and then we end up winning by fourteen. Um, but still, I mean, our field our field goal percentage went up a little bit. Uh, still at forty-one. Our three-point percentage is awful, and I mean that's going to get better. Free throws, uh, twenty-five to thirty, that was pretty big for us. And um, again, I think we just went out in the second half and just did what we had to do to to use our size and our athletic ability to go out there and, you know, I mean, with Chuku having a double-double, Brissette had a monster double-double. Battle ended up coming back and shooting uh, with a little what, one shot under 500, and uh, he had 20-something points. And Elijah Hughes is still, is you know, proving that he's going to be able to be a consistent source scoring too. So um, Yeah, Battle got 7 th- for 15. Right, yeah. So we, we got the guys, but I think until Frank Howard comes back, Jalen Carey, he hasn't seen that pressure. You know, he is a freshman. He'd gotten hurt, so he didn't get to really practice for that much. So I think, again, and, and, and Ty's battle is good, but he's not a natural point guard. 
Uh, sometimes right. you get those real quick smaller guys that can get underneath you because Ty's battle six six closer to he the ground. So. He doesn't play that position. He's not used to a, exactly. You know, I mean, we're just we're trying to figure it out again. I mean, like what Coach Beheim said. You know, they're not practicing the, the way that they're going to be practicing because of or they haven't been able to practice the way that they're going to practice because of the positions, and you know they're just doing what they can. So um, it'll all work itself out. Uh, who knows about Frank Howard? Um, well, but again, coach, coach said real quick. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, go Beheim on Howard on Howard. He said, there's no status. He's not playing. We can, uh, he's not playing when he can play. You'll know it. So, right. And that's, yeah. that's classic Beheim. So stop yeah. asking him, AKA quit asking him. Right. So, and again, like, I mean, again, you want to see the three pointers get, if we start hitting some three pointers, yeah, we haven't been doing that. Sure. Right. Exactly. So again, I mean, coming off of what we saw last year and with some of the guys that we have, again, I, th- I just think that, you know, our point guard play has got to be able to settle down, but I don't think Jalen Carey's ready to come in and start. So, um, it might just, he this might just be what it, four times. It, right. It just might be what it's going to be, uh, until he comes back. It might be ugly. Uh, again, Moorhead state, they only, they only lost to UConn by 10 we beat him by 14. So, um, I trust that we have the talent out there with, with battle and Hughes and, um, and Brissett especially. And then, you know, if you can get a double-double from Chukwu or, or Joel Jay or Sadibi or anybody else, then obviously that helps. But um, until Frank Howard comes back, you're not really going to be able to see this team start to grow and be what what, what we're, we're expecting in the beginning of the year. Right. So, what we're And again, of. too, this guy, Moorhead, this guy from Moorhead State, Jordan Walker, too. I mean, we talk about this guy for a second. 24 points. Six, 24 points, 6 to 10, three-point line. Uh-huh. Nine nine eighteen overall shooting five hundred. So yeah. I mean this guy I mean that guy it's a skilled it's it, a skilled shooter right there. I mean yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. It's hard to guard that that type of stuff sometimes. Right. That's that guy's the reason that they were in the game. So again, they went out there and they took advantage of athleticism and trying to uh basically, you know, get all up in our, our girl and try to frustrate us. And again it worked. And with our struggles at shooting First half is a little bit too close for comfort, but again, yeah, I just I agree. It'll but, get cleaned up now before Thursday and Friday. That's going to be the I, real test I don't of know. the season so far. I mean, Thursday's going to be a tough game in itself, and if they win, they have to play uh, Oregon or Iowa or Iowa. Home. But I mean, you're yeah. Looking, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing. But either way, you're looking at a Power <laughs> Five team. Oh right. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, e- either way, either one of those teams is going to be tough. But no, you yeah, you're get talking about two, po- two teams that can possibly make the the, the, the tournament this year. You know, sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be the first butt clinch moment for Q's fans. So <laughs> I didn't clinch. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a butt clinch moment against Morehead State. I mean, I'm so yeah, used well, to it. Don't worry about I'm so it. Used you're probably going to gonna go three days straight at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You'll yeah. probably have a moment in every every day. Yeah, if they may, if they can make it that far, which would be phenomenal. And you know, it's really hard to talk. I mean, we could talk about what we've seen as far as Syracuse basketball goes, but until we get Howard in there and we really know how things are going to go, it's really hard to even like pontificate like what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, pontificate. You like that? Right. You oh, like you're that? breaking it. Okay, Stephen A. <laughs> Using using all these fancy words. You, you like that? You like that? Are you, you like that? Conf- are you trying to confuse me? Because <laughs> it worked. 
I don't think I had to go for the home run like like pontificate. I wasn't ready for that, especially at the end of the podcast. I can't believe it came out of my mouth, to be honest with you. (laughs) Do you even know what that means? Is that even a word? I don't know. Judges? I, I don't know. It sounded good, right? It, it, so, it sounded smart until you started making fun of me. And no, everybody... I wasn't going to let you. I'm, I'm yelling you. <laughs> I was questioning that. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to learn a word for a new word for every episode now. Okay? Yeah, well, and I will make fun of you in every episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Oh, what was God. I saying? Express one's opinion in a way considered annoyingly pompous and dogmatic. There you go. Oh, you looked it up. There you go. There wow. You go. There you go. See, I don't. Right. I don't. I just don't know how. I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know how to. I don't know how to judge them yet without Howard in there. So I did use it right. Boom. In your face, All right. Joe. All right, Webster. <laughs> All right. What else you got? You got. You got to make fun of me some more. I mean, what do we got? Do I have to go to bald jokes already? I mean, I mean, I feel like I had something, but pont- <laughs> pontificate, it just lost me. <laughs> just glad we won, man. Gosh, That's all. I'm glad we won, too. What I was saying was is that they, <laughs> I wasn't worried about Moorhead State. And, Joe, you talked about them losing um, by only 10 to UConn. And I think UConn's on the rise again. So it's a decent team. And they hung with them. I expect them to hang around, but you know what? We wear teams down. It happens. For second, Syracuse is a second-half team. They always start slow. It's something we should be used to. So yeah. that's why I wasn't worried I think, about it. Yeah, I think we should be okay with UConn unless we play a really, really bad game. Um, as long as we use – we just play to our strengths and just understand understand our weaknesses and understand our strengths and just you know be smart about it and just play defense, and, and we should be okay. Yeah. Just don't play don't play outside yourself and try to do too much, you know. Okay. Because right now we're not we're not where we don't have a full roster. We're not that's not the starting five. People aren't even in their playing in the right roles and or the right positions for that matter. So it's just basically survive and get as many wins and you know, obviously try to avoid any bad losses this early in the season. Um but again, it's the season's so long and when Frank Howard gets back, uh, we're going to see more of, of what this team is going to be like. So yeah, and I, I can't wait to, for that. It'll be easier to develop or express your opinion on it. So uh, yeah. that, that's oh, it. Oh, uh, pontificate. Yeah, there you yeah. go. See? You, yeah, you're, yeah. You're a word wiser today, Joe. Oh, boy. Um, we're going to get back here at Joe's Leisure for the um, – the Notre Dame preview and the UConn preview. So look for yeah. that to be coming up fairly shortly because the UConn game's on Thursday. So that's it. Yeah. That's all well, I got. Probably, probably have a little bit of Oregon, Iowa, too. Okay. Yeah, you might Just because well we won't, we won't have case. time. We're not going to have know, time so to come I'll, back, right? No, but I'll kind of look. I'll, I'll, we can look at it, and we can kind of give our, our predictions on who we think we're going to play. Sure, sure. And, uh, of course, we, we did open up. At uh, Notre Dame's a ten-point favorite, I think that's what. No, underdog. Underdog, Notre Dame. But yeah, of course we're an underdog against Notre Dame. They're number oh, three in the oh, country. We're an underdog. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Did I say it wrong yeah. again? Yeah. Well, I saw. I think it was nine and a half. Yeah, you said it wrong. Oh, okay. Whatever. Nine, nine and a half, ten-point underdog. Hey, man, if you bet Syracuse this year, you'd be winning a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. So anyway. We'll be back here as soon as possible with that stuff. Uh, that's all I got. I'm out. Joe's worn me down. Um, so, 
Uh, for, for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. 
you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.